It's time for Season 13 of the Old Barn Hockey Show on Fox Sports 1460, iHeartRadio, Caps Radio 24-7, and also available via podcast on the iHeartRadio app, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcast. The Bears, the Caps, the Cubs, the Flyers, the Pens, the AHL, the NHL, and everything from the world of hockey. Hosting the barn are the Skoman, Frank Schofield, the PR director, Brock Kirshner, the voice of the Bears, Zach Fish, and Bears media relations coordinator, Matt Trust. Now, here are the boys. Everybody gets a shot. Who's going to play the role of Gord? Keep it up, Art. Nobody? Soda's open, so... Soda is open. Old Barn Hockey Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Easter to everybody. Hope everybody enjoyed time with family and friends and loved ones. My Easter was a little bit too long. Do you ever have one of those Easter's that's just too long? Like the alcohol starts too early, and then it's like <laughs> two o'clock. You're playing pickleball in the driveway. You don't know what's going on. Your sister says something stupid at the table. <laughs> like, did anybody have those? Did they, anybody? Come on, we got a full room here. Anybody? Am I the only one? I I had six hours at church, so there wasn't much going on after besides the Bears game. Same thing. Not usually Easter for me, but Christmas, I know what you're feeling for that. There's some Christmases that have been very long in my life. Six hours at church? Yeah, three services. Listen, boy, wonder. Listen, listen. It's a lot of time on your knees there. All right, first of all, you got to get up on Welcome back, folks. (laughs) I'll take it. Matt Truss is back in the studio here with us, and it seems like he's forgotten how to talk into a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you got to get up on the mic. You you can't be talking like this, like, hey, guys, what's going on? You got to get right up on it. There we go. Right up on it. Thanks for reminding me. Are your headphones loud enough? Yeah, they're great. Okay. Well, then you would have noticed that if they were. He refused to come back until we we got the headphone issue fixed, and it sounds good. That's what it was. I wanted it to be a good experience, and now it's like this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me introduce the cast characters here as we are... I guess we started the season this way. We'll end it this way. (laughs) (laughs) A lot's happened in between, wouldn't you say, Brock? A little bit. Yeah. Um, First of all, uh, running the controls, Mr. Art Selby. Artemis Selby. Hey, boys. And then uh, we have uh, Brock Kirshner. Hi, And then Matt Trust is back in the uh, Boy Wonder seat. It's great to see you, Frank. Is it? Is it? It's always great to see you. Get up on that mic. Get up on it. On it. You want me to, like, eat it? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. That's the way we do it in the big times. That's the way we do it in the show. <laughs> Zach, can you help him out? Get up in there. Frank, I've missed you. No, you haven't. Oh, uh, yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the voice of the uh, Bears, uh, Zach Fish. Hello, hello. I got a lot to talk about. I got a lot of questions. And there's there's a lot to talk about with this club. First of all, Matt, welcome back. Thank you've, you. You've been sorely missed over the past three months, two months? What? Lost track of time, honestly, the past uh, few months. You know, I, I think it's been about four months since I was last on the show. So really, right. really good to be back. Great, great to to see you all. You know, uh, you know, all joking aside, it's been, uh, you know, without going into too much detail, it, it, it's been. Uh, quite, you don't have to go into detail. Yeah. It's all out there. Yeah, for sure. Really. <laughs> so, and, but welcome back. Thank you. Um, I, I tried to keep tethered. 
I, I tried to let you know that uh, I support you and everything you're going through and that I was a a hand or a lending Yeah, ear, absolutely. Uh, if we could. Um, but boy, let's just get, I guess, get into the Bears thing. Right, Brock? Right? Do you want to get into it? Yeah, we can talk about the Bears. You want to talk about the Bears? <laughs> what is going on? Like... It's and Zach, I don't want to suck you in because Zach will crush me. But it's almost <laughs> like a situation where you feel good about the team, you feel awful about the team, you feel awful about the team. You're like, oh my god, what's happening? What's happening? And then all of a sudden, then you're like, everything's fine. We won. Well, okay, it's fine. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, what happened? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like an up down roller coaster. It's yes, an emotional. They are certainly. It's almost like the team is bipolar. <laughs> yeah, we are certainly on. The comet or the wildcat or whatever you know roller coaster you want to pick, um, we've been there in the last couple weeks, um, months. Yeah, yeah. Up and, down, up down. And we get you get some shots in the arm uh, with two new additions this week, and you get some wins here and there. And yeah, you think, all right, you know, we're, we're doing okay. We played real hard yesterday against Providence. Um, which is a really good team, and you just come up short in the end. Tell me, Zach. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, it's we come in, we were on the show last week, and it was a spirited show, right? But we're coming off two big wins against Springfield at home, and the Bears coming into yesterday's game against Providence and won five straight at home. They played very well at the Giants Center. They had 19 goals in those five games. They were defending well. They just weren't getting it done on the road. And you're wondering, what is the difference there? Why are we coming up on the wrong side of these close games and not scoring away from home, but in front of the Giants center faithful, we're getting it done. And yesterday was similar to what we've seen on the road quite a bit. You're right there. You're in the game. But I just, I didn't think the game had the zip. I didn't think the game had... uh, necessarily that too much, pace ha- feel too, too to much Easter ham for everyone. Yeah, it didn't it didn't have the pace to it that some of the other games have. Like I thought right. the Wilkesbury game on Friday was a good game. There were right. some mo- the Bears didn't win. They got a point. They gave up a lead late and lost in overtime on a controversial one. But I thought that game had some pace. It had some flow to it. I thought Sunday's game they just they didn't get to where they needed to go. It was not a good first period. Scott Allen said it plain and simple. Um they didn't do anything in the first period offensively on a goaltender that was playing in his second game. They didn't test him enough and you know that's that's just not going to work, and when it comes down to it, uh, you got to have more than that. And the team knows that. It just seemed to me that there were so many moments throughout not just last night but the week where there was a lack of a killer instinct. You know, you have a two on one oh, yeah. on the transition, it's quiet, grip it and rip it. You know, just uh, be a little selfish with the puck. You have a shot, have confidence in that shot, have confidence in your ability to to make plays in the offensive zone, and there are moments where. Being a little too cute with the puck and you know you almost wonder if is the lack of confidence just to take your shot when you're breaking down along the right wing yeah and even when i saw ethan frank by the way who i thought he was a great player he really looks good he does really looks i was surprised they didn't check him i'm surprised they didn't like give him a welcome to the ahl moment during, during uh, that game, did he or did in the in the, I think it was the second was yesterday. It the second and Napravnik got hit hard. Napravnik in his first game, he, I thought he looked pretty good too. You can tell he's just a smidge off, but I think he's going to bring it. I think both those guys are good additions to the team. But Napravnik got open ice hit by Josiah Didier, which yeah, is a tough yeah. player. He and is. I, you know, it's those are your welcome to the professional <laughs> hockey world moments yep. there, and, and both guys are going to have them for sure. So, so let me ask this, Zach, as with the additions that we have right now, with these new two guys coming in, which are always, it's always like that late spring edition that we love. You know, we've always seen, we've seen this happen. 
every year in Hershey where, you know, get late in the year and you get a guy added in. Why didn't the Caps take care of the Bears and leave AJF down a little bit longer so we can put them on this our, our playoff roster so if they do miss that we get added so then we could have these new guys we have AJF and we can have some some kind of hope not I shouldn't say hope but some kind of something something you know what I mean like don't you think that's a bigger problem well the the issue with Axel is this right that like he had to, well Carl Haglin goes down well before the trade deadline so Axel was there as his replacement natural replacement right it the parallels between them are, are amazing they're swedish they got great hair all that but axel can play on the fourth line third line in the national yeah. hockey league he's proven okay. that with what he can do here so he goes up he has to go in for Haglin. he plays a game at that point this is weeks before the trade deadline boom at that point he now has to go through waivers yep. if he has to go through waivers they don't believe that he is going to clear he's already been claimed once by buffalo they think they're going to lose him because after you know he gets claimed by Buffalo, they get him back. But now he's had a great American League season, and now he's put together a few games where everyone can see him in the NHL. They think they're going to lose him for free, and they don't want to do that. They've already lost him once. So then at that point, they're committed to him on the NHL roster. Now they go out and they make some trade deadline additions, and now he's on the outside looking in. He can't come down because he'd have to go through waivers. He wasn't on the Bears roster. It's an unfortunate circumstance because he's not developing as a player by sitting up there. Well, he's not but, helping us. But yeah, yeah, they don't they don't want to lose him. They don't want to lose him on waivers and uh that's happened a few times over the years. And you know what? He's one injury from being in there and, and hopping right in, but you know, we we don't have the services of him, unfortunately. And I one hundred percent agree. They try and move him down, he's gone. And and the other problem is, and this is a rule situation, Snively being injured, they couldn't option him down on, you know, the deadline day and bring him back up because he was injured. I think that is a rule issue. Yeah, I think that they got to have some sort of exception for that. I mean, he's he's on the injured reserve. He's he's hurt. He you can't put him down. He can't take him off the injured reserve. But should be a way for it. Uh, to my knowledge, he could come down on conditioning for the rest of the regular season. Now we only have four games left, so that would have to happen this week. I have no idea where he is in his progression. He was skating. I don't know if he's ready to play contact anytime soon. But you know that that is the only way that you could have an exception to the rule there, where if they're not on your roster at the trade deadline day, so. That's a real unfortunate thing, and you know McMichael has been on the outside looking in, but I've felt there's like there's guy, so yeah. many times McMichael could, and he is eligible to come down. He was papered down, so if you know, and it's not just for the playoffs; that's for the rest of the regular season. So Capitals said, "Hey, we're not going to play him. We want to so send him down to play they? in Hershey." Well, he has played up until the last two games. I think he's been scratched the last two. He has been playing fairly regularly and been playing fairly well since they moved him to center for Washington. So that's so that's any, why. Is there any opportunity for that to happen or no? Is that a closed door? I mean, it could it happen? Absolutely. You're it could, but is it, any I, conversations? I think the timing would have to work out where the Capitals weren't in the postseason at that point. I, right. I don't see them going, okay, we're almost in the postseason. He's been a productive player, even though he's not playing right now. We're going to send him to Hershey to play a couple games and risk him getting hurt. Now, if the Capitals are bounced in the, in the first round of the playoffs – and the Bears are still playing at that point because the American League season is extended a week, right? You know, I think, yeah, it would absolutely make sense for him to get American League playoff games. That's the reason they paper transaction down. Will they do that for sure? To be determined, but it. it could be could be an opportunity there. This is when you have the really fun, interesting part of the season, right, where you have Hershey Bears fans and their diehard Bears fans. All they want to do is see their team raise the Calder Cup. They couldn't care less about Washington, so they're hoping, okay, first round, hopefully it's the Florida Panthers who are a juggernaut going into the spring this year, and 
maybe for their sake, they're hoping for now. So what's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with right. that. We're Bears mm-hmm. fans. I mean, yeah, we we want to see our team win the Calder right. Cup. Yeah, we What's want to have What's wrong the, with that? There's there's nothing yeah, wrong with that. No. I'm just. Well, you're saying the like there is something wrong. No, with it. I'm like, just you're painting saying the that picture. We should, here. Be, we should be rooting for the Caps. I'm, I'm not just, rooting for the Caps. I'm no. just saying that it's interesting how you go to a Bears game. Yeah, you're surrounded by Bears fans, but there is that melting pot sense where you have some fans who differ. You do have some Bears fans. This isn't fans. your mom and dad's Bears team anymore. You do have some Bears fans that are diehard Capital fans, and they want to see the Caps uh, and the Bears. There's not that many, is there, Brock? There's some, but there's, it's, there's not it's certainly not the majority here. But he's just laying out the scenario. Right. Yeah, one thing that I think that could be a positive, and look, I, I want the South Carolina Stingrays, that's my old club, to have success. But they didn't this year, right? They missed the playoffs mm-hmm. for only the second time in franchise history. I look at Hunter Shepard. Uh, he's not playing now. The Capitals look at the 2019 playoffs. They were in the playoffs. The Bears were in the playoffs. They wanted a third goaltender in the building. God forbid anything happened. Yeah. Remember, they were calling up Sam Sonoff or Vanacek yeah. all Healthy throughout scratching. that series. All throughout that Even series. Even when we needed a playoff points, they were calling them up. You know, luckily, scratching. the Bears could use either of those guys. Same situation this year, right? You're confident Fucali. Copley's been the better of the two, but you could play either of them. But with Shepard not playing, maybe that's a slight advantage there where they can just put him as the number 3 goaltender for the playoff run in Washington, and the Bears hopefully don't have to worry about losing Copley one day and losing Fucali the next day. You have your tandem, you have your tandem that's been here. You know, maybe that's a small blessing in disguise of an unfortunate season for the Stingrays there. So, so you think they that they would possibly grab Shepard all the way up instead of grabbing Fucali or Copley from us? I would, yeah. I think yeah. It's an emergency situation, right? Like, if there is an actual injury... And he has to come, and a, a third goalie has to come down and dress. I think you know they're confident as long as it's a, a caliber goaltender that's a professional caliber goaltender. If there's a situation where uh, a Capitals yeah. goaltender goes down and is that's out, different. Yeah. then you're going to yeah. see him flop. Yep. Then you're going to see them bring up one of the other two guys. But yeah. for an emergency scenario where the Bears are playing in Bridgeport in 2019, and Ilya Samsonov was unbelievable in Game One, there was a day between the games. You're probably going back to him in Game Two. Then he's unavailable because he's going to sit in the crowd eating popcorn in Washington. Yeah. It's definitely you get it. It's, you, it's a nature you, of the league, but it's it is frustrating from a Bears fan's perspective. Have you scratched your head on any Caps moves this year, whether with player movement? Have you scratched your head on any of them? Or have you, have you well, been, I think it's have, great have to you see been all, in tow with all of them. It's great to see all the opportunities for our guys. So I don't scratch no, my I head get on, it. I'm on any of those. Um, you know, I I was a little surprised that I'm not surprised that Sprong went the other direction. You know, he was on the outside looking in. Quite a bit. Um, I didn't know if they were going to go bigger than Marcus Johansson. I just, right. I, I was a little surprised to see him, him come back. Um, and I think he hasn't quite hit that next gear yet. If he has that next gear right no. now with the Capitals, so that one for me, it wasn't surprising because it was rumored. I wasn't surprised to see Sprong go the other direction. I thought the the price was a little higher than I expected. I thought they'd get a mid round draft pick for him right. at most, and then it was two draft picks and a player. So that was the big one that surprised me there. And I did think that they would address. Goaltending at the deadline, but looking at it now, if Flurry didn't want to come, there was there wasn't a lot out there. Teams kept their guys. That's all that anybody talked about. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think Anton Forsberg and Otto would have been fantastic, but the the Senators wanted to resign him. They got it done. I think Reimer could have been a good option. The the Sharks didn't want to move him, so there wasn't wasn't a lot out there uh, for Brian McClellan to pick from. What this do you year. think the Caps' uh, postseason prospects are? Postseason prospects? Yeah, like well, how do you think they're going to do? Well, I think it really depends on their defensive core and goaltending. I think goaltending has been the biggest wild card for Washington all season. Their power play has been suspect. Absolutely. Power play has been suspect, especially for the amount of talent they have uh, on the ice for the main advantage. But I think 
How many times this season has there been an opportunity for VTech or Samsonov to take the reins and goal where it's their net, take it and run with it, but it hasn't happened right. through so many months of the season. Uh, so I think that in itself is a cause for concern for Washington. Right. Brock, four games left uh, in the season right now. What are you looking forward to? Uh, what are you looking out of this club to kind of get ready for playoffs? Well, I'd, I'd love to see. I'd love to see in Lehigh Valley a, a win. Yeah. You know, that would be great. Um, certainly, they're at the bottom of the division. Uh, I'd love to see a home win against them. Uh, Syracuse as well. Just we, there's no chance we don't make it, right? Mm, All we need is like, what? One, one win, two wins, two, one win. We two, need two wins. Yeah. Two we out of four. Win, we need to win two out of four. Two yeah. out of four in the As Bears today, game. But no that might matter change. what. No matter what, we have to win two out of four. Yeah, no, no, no matter what, we're in if we win two out of four. Okay. It doesn't matter what any other team does. Okay. If the Bears win two games if out of the last one four, one out of four, in. what happens? It depends on someone else, right? Everybody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. mainly I, Hartford. Yeah, I mean, their fall has been wow. I just want to. Yeah, how about that, right? Yeah, they've won ten games in their last thirty-two. What is it? Ten of their last thirty-two games they've won. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd just love to see more time for for Ethan and Julian to really get accustomed to the AHL speed. Those guys want to go home. Those guys want to go home. Who? The, the one, the, the, the ten and thirty-two. Oh, yeah, the yeah, they, yeah they I would say home. so. Yes. Yeah, that might be safe. So I'd love to see 12 and 29 get more, you know, just into the AHL action and uh, hopefully be ready to go by uh, our little three-game stand that'll happen with uh, with playoffs. I mean, it's just it's just a tough team. It's just a tough team to figure out what's going on or what's going to happen. Yeah, look, you got some offense back here in the last couple of weeks, right? You're waiting for Mark, Mike Scarbosa, who has not played a ton of hockey in the last two years, to find that next level, and he certainly has it. We've seen it. We've seen what he can do, but mm-hmm. he was on the taxi squad a lot last year. Was he year. skating like regular shifts last night? Yeah, he was out there. He was on the second line last yeah. night. They had a, he had been on the third line to start because, you know, against Springfield, the first two lines were great. They didn't want to shuffle it right. um, and wanted to ease, not ease him in, that's the wrong word, but they right. wanted to get him back in and not mess with the chemistry, but he's going to continue to get more ice time. He was on the top power play. He looked like he was just getting his timing back he's, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he hasn't played a lot of hockey right. in the last couple of years, and he's been injured quite a bit, so he can find that next year. He can be that game-breaker that the Bears have not had all season long, really, since Stively went up, since Janssen Fialbi went up, because Scarbosa hasn't really factored in as a regular player from this club since December, when he was initially called up by the Washington Capitals. So you need him to take this week to get to where he's ready to play playoff hockey and be good to go. You need those young guys to continue to get acclimated because I think they're going to play. I think those guys are, are offensively talented players. There is going to be an adjustment. Will they play absolutely every game now and in the playoffs? Knock on wood that the Bears get there. I can't say that, but I do think that the Frank kid adds an element on the power play that the team does not have. Yeah. Uh, with that slap shot goal he scored in Wilkesbury, and I think he the, looks loose. Yeah, and the Pravnik it has some skill set to him. He's definitely you know, not a big guy, but he's got some skills to him. A, so a kid that size, I and mean, you know, we've said this before. If Chris Bork would have come through ten years later in his career than what he did, he'd be in the NHL. You know, it's a different league now. I mean, the, the, those kids can just fly up and down and go in. There's not even a tough zone in front of the net anymore, is there, Brock? Yeah, I mean, it was a big, it was a bigger league certainly when when Bork well, came in. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so now it's a you tougher know, league. Yeah, certainly. it's not a tough league now. No, it, it's much more skilled than what it was. It's a skilled. It's a skilled. You got room to move. Do what you want. Hey, yeah. Going back to Snively real go quick. Ahead. Do we know yet if 
it is possible for there to be a long-term conditioning stint during the Calder Cup playoffs, or is that out of question? Yeah, that was one that Brian Helmer was going to look into. That I, I got to check back in with him if the if the conditioning could happen during the postseason. I'm not I'm not confident on that. Hey, um, and what's McElrath's uh, suspension if he goes up? I heard you talk about that yesterday. Uh, he has, still has a two-game suspension in the NHL if he were ever to be called up. So, so what did he do? Oh, there was a preseason game, the first preseason game against Boston. Uh, I think it was an elbow on Stephen Fogarty, who plays for Providence. Yes, yeah. First preseason game in September. Uh, I think he caught Stephen Fogarty with an elbow. He got suspended two preseason games and two NHL regular season games. So if he were to be called up, he would have to sit that suspension. There was some thought maybe that he might make the team out of camp just to serve that suspension and then get sent down, but the roster didn't work out that way. So if he ever gets called up, he would have to sit. Yeah. It's waiting for him. <laughs> I heard you talk about that. I was like, check that There's out. There's some guys that, that never finished serving their suspension, like Jamie McLennan, the former goaltender that's a, an analysis uh, north of the border now. He got a suspension in the playoffs for, I think, two-handing a guy in the chest at the end of the game, and he never played a game again. I think that was his last so, last game he played, so he has a suspension if he ever unretires. All right, so let's finish the season right now where we are. Who are we facing right now if the season ends today in the playoffs? Would you know? Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. Wilkes-Barre. I thought Mr. Numbers Trusty was about to jump in. Over oh, there, he was but... looking at you, so. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was yeah, yeah. looking at Trusty. Yeah. It's Wilkes-Barre yeah. right away. Wilkes, yeah, so Tuesday's game is huge for potential home ice ramifications. Wilkes-Barre does have a few games in hand. Games in hand are different right now with it being points percentage right. because you lose, it can hurt you. You don't win, you know, even if you lose in overtime, it can hurt you. Um, while in the past, the thought is let's just get a point or let's get two. Uh, so they do have some games in hand, but Tuesday's game, a head-to-head matchup. And they would have home ice could be advantage. As, as of right now, and you'd imagine that would be a 1-1-1 best-of-three series. The only one, right, Matt, is if the Bears were to face Charlotte in that best-of-three, that, Changes. the way it is, it's all three games would be in Charlotte then because there's too far between the clubs. If Hershey had happened to be the high seat right. as well, all three games would have been at Hershey. They're not going to be the high yeah. seat against Charlotte. But so, right now, what are the checkers in second? Um, so yep. that's that's they get a buy in the yeah, first yeah, round as of now. The rule is it's 350 miles between teams. So if two teams greater than 350 miles play in a best of three, then all three it of all those goes. games would be at the higher seed. Understood. And that would be tough. I mean, that's tough. Charlotte's a building that the Bears have <laughs> That more so hey, affects the teams out in the out Pacific. West, yeah. yeah. I want to ask you guys something. Why does Penn Live never cover the Bears? We've talked about this before on the show. They don't. Uh, I, I they ta- don't. Uh, then I forgot. They don't. Because I, I was going through Penn Live. I'm like, why don't they ever cover the team? Why don't they ever well, say? What? Why don't they ever put a paragraph in? Hey, the Bears lost to so-and-so. Or the Bears beat so-and-so. That's it. Like, why not? Well, I mean, they've it's twelve thousand people per game or ten thousand per game average attendance. We haven't uh, we haven't met with anyone since the pandemic, but we've met with everybody um, there, and the p- people have changed there since we've met with them. But we've met with a lot of people, and they've explained their rationale and reasoning as to why they cover what they cover. And they're not doing a lot of print editions anymore, right? Like, there's not no, they don't do there's those. not nearly many but print editions. Still go but to their online thing. for them for what what they've told us, and you know, we do have a good relationship with the people that do work there, and we do pitch them feature stories. But for a day to day beat, essentially, they describe to us that you know, for them, for their advertisers, what they do, it's uh, very important to understand for them how much clicks an article gets. Uh, how many people click on it, how many people view it, and that's how they sell advertising. Frank, you've sold advertising for many years. If the numbers are there, it makes it a million times easier, right? They were just basically describing to us that, you know, clicks on a high school photo gallery of football, make sense Penn State, that gets the clicks. The Bears, the as Bears many did, people apparently. that come in attendance to these games, 
It makes it's it, mind it doesn't make sense it, either. It, it, like, it makes, it makes no sense it. to me. High school sports and Penn State football gets the clicks, and it's king. And I don't Bears believe don't. the Bears don't get clicks. If you put a paragraph in and just cover every game, blah, blah, blah. I want to see the analytics behind it. Now I'm not I don't entitled. I'm not entitled to actually see what their numbers are. They have no reason why they should show them to me. But I do wonder really what the analytics are and how much of it is just BS that the Bears don't get the clicks and you know some junior playing high school basketball does. No offense but, to the junior, but but as a Bears fan. They're just going to regurgitate what's sent to them anyway. I mean, for they'll me, take your feed. They'll take you. They'll take your paragraph, Maddie. That's, no, that's for sure. That's Pop what they did. Up. They they but gave why us. Don't they? they gave us an opportunity to literally on the back end of their website that a system where you could essentially upload the story, and we did that. I don't think that exists anymore with them. And if it does, they need to reset us in it. But we were putting our own story up there that was our press release that either just, I or Matt or whoever wrote, and putting it on there. And it's just like, all right, well. <laughs> Is the juice worth the squeeze there for that? To, for well, that to and, be- and that's as a reader, like for me, like if I'm going to, to them to find out Bears info, I know that I'm not getting anything new. So I would just stick with where I get my Bears info from rather than going to another place yeah, that's and, just regurgitated info anyway. And look, I know this is Hershey. I know that this is a special market. I know that York and Lancaster and there were three writers. I 100% get it, but people should know this is not just a Hershey thing. Like I know we get very sometimes stuck in our, our own mentality our own mindset where we are but this is an american hockey league thing there's not a lot of places that i go within the ahl where i am sitting in a press box with a full-time beat writer, writer for a team it just yeah. newspapers that's fair. have died off so newspapers are not covering they don't have the staff especially coming out of the pandemic it stinks but you know i hear a lot of people oh you know there were so many people in the interview room after now there's only a couple people asking questions you're right because the newsrooms are smaller the newsrooms are very small. They don't have the time to dedicate to these things. And now we have had to structure and change the way that we think to go, how are we going to get the news stations to cover us, which they still do. If you watch all four of the news stations, Bears highlights are still atop of sports, pending there is still a sports cast in there quite a bit during the season. That's because we've developed a system working with the league, working with our great state staff, where the highlights are available to them, bada bing, bada boom, right after the game ends in full HD with what our great save people do. The post game prep, no, press guys, conferences are available. So we got to get them new ways because these staffs are small. Maybe I give Ted Live too much credit. Maybe that's my problem. Well, maybe they, I'm too old school. I'm oh, too I old. get it. And that's what it, I think. We'd love to have it. We'd love to have it. It's I think you're thinking being, of. It's probably Frank being Frank. What it used to be. And it's certainly nowhere near that. It's anymore. not Steve Summers' is, uh, beat no. anymore. Well, no. and just or two, Tim Leon's. And just two, I mean, Greg Mace, who, you know, for so long was a, a tremendous advocate for the organization, he would show up to games with his handheld camera, stand up on press row, and film his own highlights because for so long, that was what he needed to do. That's what it. stations needed to do, and Greg did. I miss Greg, yeah. Now stations don't need yep. to do that. They get everything they need from us, so why designate a Greg was a guy, I call him, and like, I knew it was twenty minutes, and I know it was nothing oh, yeah. about bears. And we, and I would go through my list. What about this guy? What about this guy? What about this? What about this? What's wrong with Zach? I'd ask him all those questions. <laughs> I, 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 I'd go through the list, you know. Um, but you know, cer- certainly a guy that gave his all, yeah, they, you know, to the organization. You're seeing more and more NHL teams go out now and hire their own internal beat writer. The Caps were a little ahead of that with Mike Vogel, right? So like He's got the pulse of the team. More and more NHL teams are doing that. Um, both the, the so Hurricanes talk- and the Lightning and non-traditional hockey markets did that. Alright, yeah. so so let's just, let me take this a step further then because then I want to get into this then. Um, we always talk about how this is a different 
It's not your mom and dad's Bears. It's not your mom and dad's American Hockey League or NHL now. Nope. Post-COVID or anything like that. Very few clubs are owned by the local properties. Everybody's run pretty much by the NHL clubs, correct? It's like half and half. It's slightly skewed to the NHL. Well, I thought Chicago was the last one, and then they're, they're the last. It was us in Chicago, and they're the last bastion of local ownerships that... They're the two that people think of as the old school regime of, right. you know, we're, we're going to do things we'll the way we want to do them. We'll add a guy to help the playoff. Yeah, they, yeah. they're, the they're the two that you think of, and Chicago has still been, and the reason they've changed affiliation so much is because they they have stuck to their guns a little bit now they're finally having to give in. How many guys on the Bears roster are, are Hershey paid, Herco paid? Well, I mean, it's anyone on anyone in an American League contract um, so at that Franzen. point, so... Brands and Wilson, I mean, and those guys. Right. Uh, it's those guys? Yeah, those, those Whitco, Morelli. Uh, there's there's a lot of American League contracts. Then there's guys in South Carolina, too. We signed a ton of guys. Has in that South number Carolina. increased or decreased in the past couple of years? Or has it always been the same? I think this year, particularly, we signed more guys because of COVID to have depth. Yeah. Um, so I think the number because of that this year, maybe an outlier, has increased. Um, and, you know, the way the affiliation agreement works is everyone gets together on all these decisions, but. You know they they are more and more American League contracts come from, you know this season just for the fact that you need that depth. Right. You need those guys on call because if there was an outbreak early in the year, you might have to bring up four or five guys. How was uh, Jimmy Mulligan yesterday? He was great. He was awesome. He's the best. Bokeh Mulligan to Mail, Oakley Zeiss. Shout him out. Did he mention my name? He did. He I said he was a five dollars. I said you got to mention my name on said, the air. He said he was on the air. He said he was sitting with Frank enjoying the game. It was after the first period, so I don't think he was enjoying that he much said, of the game at that point. But you know, it he, was not a great. fun first period. No, no, no. Oof. no, oof, oof. No, he got me hooked up with some new specs. So that was the highlight of uh, Jimmy's the best. Easter, so yeah, he's the best. J- Jimmy is the best. Oh yeah. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Mike Bossy, the passing of uh, NHL great Mike Bossy, and. You know, I, I don't know how you guys. I mean, I was always a, a Caps fan growing up, and then I was always, you know, you just Bossy was that guy when the Islanders had their run. He was a, he was a player that I just always remember. Like he just didn't look like a player. He looked like just a normal guy with like long straggly hair. Like wasn't tough, wasn't anything. But he just always scored goals, and he was always this kid. He he always looked like looked like a grown up kid. No, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, for me, I, I was extremely, extremely young. But he looks like the guy next door that is a crazy goal that scorer. That helmet didn't even look like it was the, the, was even on. It yeah. looked like it was just wobbling he, the whole time. He just you know? looks like the, the young kid next door, young dad next door, and, and that's certainly not who he was. And, and you never knew what he was. You never knew who he was. You never knew how he scored. You never knew, like, but you always knew, like, oh, man, they got bossy. They have Mike Bossy. But you never knew how he scored or, or where it came from. It wasn't like Mike Gartner. Mike Gartner was a Washington Capitol that would have a blistering slap shot right inside the the blue line and just score goals, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Bossy, you never knew where it came from, you know? He was one of the most pure goal scorers in NHL history. Look, we've, we we have the luxury of seeing Ovechkin every day, right? And, uh, you know, Bossy, for me, this is all watching film. I did not have the luxury of seeing him play. I'm too young, unfortunately, but... Watching film, a lot of film on the Islanders, and then then, then the Oilers, Billy, the dynasties, and that was a Clark Gillies, Billy Smith, oh, Brian Trachier. That was that was that was, that was the group. they were just they were the original dynasty. Oh my goodness, they were just stacked. And Billy Smith was mean as it gets in goal, swinging his stick. You know, everyone talks about Hextall. Billy Smith, uh, Smith was much that. meaner. Originated Smith that with was the, much with the big meaner. Bird cage hanging out and his chin. Out Smith of that would cage. beat oh. the crap out of Hextall. Like if they ever fought, 
there would be no question about oh. it. Smith was tougher. Oh, man. He was. Art will probably try to tell me different being a Flyers fan. Not even going to argue. Right. See? You know, <laughs> Badlin Billy Smith. He just. Yeah. He had but, one where he swung his stick at somebody. Just oh, he's. But a big loss for the uh, league and for everybody uh, with Mike Bossy passing away. So yeah. our thoughts and prayers with his family and all his former uh, teammates. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, you're listening to the Old Barn Hockey Show, the post Easter edition. Um, I think we're all still a little logy from Easter, aren't we? Aren't we? Aren't we, Brock? Yeah, it was yeah. a short weekend. Yeah. And what, yeah. Why don't more people have off during holidays during Easter? Like, what's the deal with that? Today should be an off day to recover. It should, but what it's are not. We doing? What are we doing? Highways are quiet, though, but people are well, like weird. Kids, a lot of schools are still closed. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Go Bears. This is Season 13 of the Old Barn Hockey Show on Fox Sports 1460, iHeartRadio, and Caps Radio 24-7. Old Barn Hockey Show. By the way, Elton John was a very spirited concert the other night at uh, Giant Center. Congratulations to the crew to pull that baby off because it was a, yeah, it's pretty much a cookie cutter show. I don't even think anyone has anything to do with it rather than, I think they come in, load up, and get out. Yeah, they got all their own guys that, that handle that. I heard he was very good, though. It was a, you weren't there? I was not. No, I thought you'd be there. Were you there? No. No. What did your wife think? She loved it. Yeah, she loved it. She was able to go with a couple, uh, couple friends, a couple of the other wives and girlfriends. And That's she was amazing. in the two hundred level. It's just said it was fantastic. One of the best shows she's she's ever seen. The sound the was so good. Yeah, I mean, watching the elaborate load in that they had just before we left. Did you watch were, it? Oh, I just I've seen the videos, obviously, of what it looked like at the end. But just leaving the building, seeing what they were bringing in, all the different pieces. It's amazing because they were. You know, they had a show the night before. It's a, it's a one-piece stage, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's... And that stage was built in Rock Lidditz down at Claire Global and Tate Towers. And uh, that's El- Elton brings it, man. And you know the big thing about Elton is, not to go off topic here hockey, but he plays a song that you don't know, and he just jams it right down your throat how good he is. He's like, you better listen to this right now. And he bangs it out, and you're like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. You know, and you don't even know the song, but man, you're just in it. And yeah. You're like, wow, this is so good. What is he, 75 now, too? Like, yep. he's, he's up there, dude. He's, yep. he's up there. He, he's, he can barely walk. He can, yeah. he couldn't even walk around the stage. He got lifted off at the end. I saw. Yeah. So yeah, they. I know they told us. Uh, I heard somebody was like, yeah, they were soliciting one of our maintenance people. Told us some a maintenance person to drive him to the stage in a golf cart, essentially from his locker room, because it's it's a pretty sizable walk to wheel around and get back to the stage. So, I mean, you know, first class, you're going to roll out whatever you can for for a legend like him. So, yeah. wish we could have been there. The initial first three drafts of the Bears schedule did not have us playing a game that day. Yeah. My wife had got tickets, uh, you know, when it originally came well, out. Good we didn't for her have to a game. see it. And, yeah, she got to see it with friends instead of me. So, probably a win for her that I didn't have to be there with her. Um, so, as you were away... Mm-hmm. We came up with this new feature because we had to fill time. We didn't know we didn't know what to do without you, right? And we're lost. We're lost. We were just we we're all thumbs. We came up with Brock reviewing concession stands. <laughs> so we've done this for what the past five? You've done five reviews, four probably, reviews, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably so, so he far. always reviews a different concession stand. We go through price, content, quality of line. How it's, you get through it? It's the it, people show, you know, it's right. It's for the the Herco Communications people probably love this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they, they love do. this. They I love think this. I've been very fair. Yeah, they they love this, and I got to tell you, having that game on Easter Sunday, walking in yesterday, I think I walked past two dark concession stands as I went to you, my you, club. You seats. mean two bright concession stands? Because I don't riffraff much. I go right from entrance to my club and get right right in that protected area. To not be with your 
type of people. Yeah, I but, get that. You know, Can't be with it. What do you have? You have another review for us here today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bricker's, Bricker's Fries takes us all the way back oh, to that, Old Barn. How can you... Re- that's not a review. I mean, that's a, that's a quality... How can you mess Actually, that up, right? And 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 rightly so. They get a nine out of ten, probably the highest wow. mark that will happen at the Giant Center for a couple of reasons. They get the best fries award. No no doubt. No doubt you hear that, about Zach? that. You hear this? And nine out of ten. And for those that are a little health conscious, they serve it without salt. So you can figure out how much salt no, you, you want to put salt. on it. If yes, I I, I agree. Salt and sugar but, make Americans great. But some people <laughs> Don't want that. They would be a little more healthy. So you have that option. Decent sized chicken fingers. For my my personal taste, they're just a tad, tad overdone. But that's being extremely picky. And Old Bay. You can get Old Bay on those fries. So mm. good, good, good stuff. And this doesn't happen anywhere else in the Giant Center. Because of COVID, you have to get, you know, if you've got a season ticket holder cup, they have to put it into another cup, and then you got to pour it into the cup, and they'll do it for you. Brock, this is Brock. This is the most excited I've seen you ever in quite some <laughs> the whole time. show. It's the whole good. show. The whole show. He just woke up. Just good. <laughs> you are just resurrected. Like this is the resurrection right here. Oh yeah. So it wasn't yesterday. He has risen. No. So there you go. We're, you go, we're going into. Wait, do we get to the pro shop? Wait, do we get to the oh, souvenir boy. shop, buddy? <laughs> hey, how about that's next show? Next show. A, I want the souvenir that's shop. That's a next whole one. show in itself. Oh, Rock, tell me, tell me about uh, East Coast Mini Donuts. Fan, not a fan. I think it's great. What do you think? Maple bacon, the winner. Oh. Shout Ma- out! Shout out to Gabby from East Coast Mini Donuts. And you get a whole bucket. You can share with them. You can share with the whole section. Oh, Mitch! Wow. Mitch and I polished those bad boys off up there. So, no, but we, the, we, the mini donuts. We, we we didn't, but we definitely enjoyed a few of them. I'll go with your first statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was right there. I was right there. Low hanging fruit. Hey, uh, honorable mention to uh, Molly Hoffer and the baked goods that she provides uh, our downstairs staff. All the time. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? For years. For I I mean, I'd love to know how long she's been doing that. It's got to be decades. She made, so she baked they're like these cinnamon rolls the other day. We go downstairs and we, we just see people housing them. Like I think, I think Wellesley had like four of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how he was able to skate after that. What do you think is the best promotion that the Bears do in game that you look forward to that you're like, I can't wait for this thing? Nothing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Ouch. Okay. Oh, I mean. Clip, I, clip that audio for your hook there. Two o'clock meeting your name, Zach. Right. I mean, if you want honesty. Uh, that'll be a good two o'clock meeting. If, if, if you want honesty, Frank. Uh, I mean, what, you're what, honest. What, I, was, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that out of a Herco guy. But what, okay. What, what, what do you look forward to? Um, What do I look forward to? Do, do you look forward to walking around on the concourse and seeing our mascot stand on a stage and pretend like he can't touch people? No, I people? never see him because like I come in 15 minutes right before game time. And he's usually not there. Um, I think the highlight has been the return of the dirigible balloon that floats around that drops money. <laughs> that that return has been awesome. Um, I don't like the samurai, the samurai thing where it's, where they fight each other on the ice? The sumo. The sumo. Sumo wrestling. Sam- yes. Samurai sumo. Same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Same thing. Um, you, you enjoy the the straw and the Reese's pieces 
into the no. Into the... <laughs> I saw that. I didn't know what that was. I, I go back to the old days. I just want Scoro. I just want Scoro. I just want shoot the puck. It works. it works. In the end, I want bigger cash prizes for Scoro. I don't want like you can win twenty dollars if you hit the board. Like that's like no. Let, let's get some real excitement. I want. You know what a, I, mean? uh, I think we should have every game during intermission. Maybe I'll sponsor that. I'll have Harrisburg University sponsor. How about a, a shoot Scoro. for your seat? Every game, I think there should be a shoot for your seat. And how does that work? So it's like Scoro, but if you know, from like two hundred feet away. You know how hard it is to hit that net. From the blue line yeah. and or from uh, two well, blue and, lines, and, right? and that's why the grand prize is you win your season yeah. tickets season for the ticket next holder, season. Go out. That, I, I think I like it. I like it. It's a, you know it's a change and, on and the score. What's that score. value? Two thousand, two three thousand. Depends on where you sit. But yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. seven hundred to you know. I mean they do. A, oh, they, so you're only taking season ticket holders to shoot? Yes. Okay. They, we do do that's, that event. That's not a bad concept. Yeah, that that event does occur, and everyone can come to it. It's just it's not during a game. It's yeah. what, I think it's postseason or during yeah. that, late in the season. You you gotta, it's you coming gotta, up soon. You got to pay in full, and yeah, there's stipulations to it. But for me, yes, there's a lot of very stale things promotion wise that happen. For me, it sounds stupid, but I do enjoy the inflatable chairs at center ice with the music because. Funny stuff happens, you know. You see people wipe out, or they're taking the chair. Why is that chair. funny though? You expect? I mean, that's not. Is that really funny to you? Uh, okay, if we're if we're taking a look at the in-game <laughs> promotions, laughing? like we get up to a like a six maybe, and that's like the highest, and everything else is far below that. But yes, I I, I agree. I it, think you guys need to do a deep scrub, deep dive, investigation of all NHL, all ECHL, all clubs, and just find better promotions. I feel like we've gotten lazy in Hershey. Is that fair? I don't know if lazy is the right word, but... Uh, oh. You just said you weren't excited about any promotion whatsoever that happens in-game. I wouldn't there call to it, watch the game. wouldn't call it laziness. I, I would say there's uh, a variety of issues eternally that I think lead to... Uh, I guarantee the- there's that. <laughs> I guarantee there's people that are handcuffed. This is the last time you're going to see these two guys. <laughs> I guarantee you the plug is getting pulled on this show. Midweek. At 2 o'clock. This At tape, 2 o'clock. This tape will be on someone's desk. It'll be like, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. He said, what about Coco? He said, what? What do you mean? What Coco do you mean? Coco can't do what and what and all right, so next week you're going to do a very uh, detailed thing on the pro shop, the souvenir shop. Can okay. you do it? I can Man, do we, that. We've only got, what, one game left? One show left? Yeah. I'll, right? Yep, I'll get on it. I'll okay. Get on here. Make my list. Look, he's making his list right now. No playoff edition of the show? I'm going to make my list here. Pro. Well, let's talk about that. Pro. You want to do playoffs? Shop. You want to keep rolling? We usually, end, we usually end when the season's over. If you want to go playoffs, I'd extend. How about a live show for playoffs? What? A live show. Can a we call do in that? show? Call in show, live oh, call show. Call in, different. Yeah. yeah different. You, you missed got, our call in show. You got to differentiate time. that. Did you listen to the call in show last time we did it? No. <laughs> Zach, did he say that? <laughs> he did. I, did. I doubt he listened to any of our did shows. Did you listen to any his... shows while we were No, I, I'm sure you said nothing controversial whatsoever the past four months. I think a call in show is pretty tame, actually. It I just was. said the team needs to drop the gloves. It was good. Yeah. yeah. He did. Who called in? Who is it like three or four? Who do you the, think it was? Uh, Tyler. Corey Schwartz. Tyler. Brian. Brian Gavano. Yeah. Look, we played this. We played the diehards. We love our diehards. We love them. And yeah, they all have all valid, valid points. Yep. We love those guys. Without them, no one listens. Yeah. Love the diehards. <laughs>
We'll have to take a look at the schedule and see if a, a call-in show is is possible with uh, you know what could possibly happen schedule-wise. For sure, um, yeah, and we have no idea right now. I mean, yeah. uh, right because the last week could be could be nothing. So I, mean, I, I want th- this team to do well in the playoffs, and you only do well. It, it's all about momentum and having the team at the right place. And right now, it's like this thing that's like no no one even knows what the Everybody's afraid to talk about it, and no one's afraid to talk about here's, it, and no one knows which way it's going. It's, it's crazy. It's the weirdest season ending I've ever. Here's what I look at. Here's what I look at for am our I team. Wrong? Like, no, it, it, there's been inconsistency, and there's yeah. been. Thank you for struggle. saying that word. Yes. There's been a struggle to put the puck in the net. I'm every, a victim, every, bro. I'm a victim, Zach. Okay, uh, sure you are. <laughs> um, this is the way that I look at. It. Look at the game yesterday. That game is not going to win you any new Ugh. fans. It was a one nothing game. But playoff hockey isn't always 6-5 barn burners. There are games where you're going to need Stuff to rely changes. on your goaltending and your defense. The Bears have that. I think if you throw Phoenix Copley out there, um, and no disrespect to, to Fucali, anyone else, Shepard, anybody else, and you throw Phoenix Copley out there, he's as good as anybody in the league. I think if you throw the defense that we have out there when they're on their game, we can shut teams down in this division and in a best of three you play a game that is zero zero going into the third period even though we lost that game yesterday one bounce and it goes a different way you never know in the playoffs you i think never our defense know in the is, i think a defense is a highlight of our, our defense our, and goal and goaltending is number one and because defense number one goaltending number two offense third how's that brock well and i'll Penalty say kill probably wanna, number three you want to talk about the goal yesterday justin key sees a blatant hook right in front of him going back the other way before that goal is scored and just looks the other way. And with all the ticky-tack stuff he called throughout that oh. game, and he doesn't call that, and then the goal happens on the other end because we're all running around trying to, to play defense, Th- that's where your goal is scored we, right there. Do we want to talk about Wilkes and the Brett Leeson tripping minor oh my in overtime? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a penalty. I mean, and, I, we can see why the official, I think that was key as well, saw what he saw because he was kind of blocked out behind the play, but... You know, Leeson stole the puck, and the guy was already falling down. He fell over. wasn't It wasn't a penalty. Yeah. And we no. lost. And, yeah. and, and you see, the game still might have gone that way, but they got a power play. And, and they won it. every week, you see in the NHL guys retiring and and teams lining up to shake their hand, and it scares the living crap out of me of what the officiating is going to look like in the next two three years. Well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that the right. officiating is the way they're blending in officials in the AHL has changed this year compared to previous years. Yeah, and I just look at it as there's people that have made their NHL debut this year that are officials that I go, well, I'm surprised that person's making their debut. Not that they're a poor official, but I think they just got going. They just started officiating. Just saw their name for the first time a year or two ago. And you know what? Congratulations to all those people for living their dream, making the NHL. Never want to discount that. But there's guys you go, wow, they they haven't necessarily put in a ton of work. They've been expedited. And, uh, you know, what's the old saying? How many hours? 100,000 hours or whatever to master your craft? Like... You get better with repetitions. I know. For I haven't me, seen Devo at all the past four months in Giant Center. Usually, I see him in there reviewing reviewing a guy or seeing what's <laughs> up or checking scouting the graph or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's a little busy. Well, no, I usually see him all year. He's, yeah, he's, I, he's usually in and out. You know. Yeah, I mean, with what's just, going on? Well, and you're going to have less penalties in the playoffs too, right? Our penalty kill. Just back to my point, our penalty kill has been great. The yep. power play, hopefully, yep. they did score two in Wilkesbury. Hopefully that's they didn't score yesterday, but hopefully that's going to go in the right direction. So there's some things that lead me to believe that the Bears are a team that are built 
to play well in the playoffs. They just need to take that next step offensively. They need to take that next step on the power play, and they need a little confidence going in. The week off between, if there are is a postseason for the Bears, knock on wood, they get there. The week off might really allow a week of practice to get some of these new guys on the same page. We're going to get those wins. We're going to get in there. I think so, too. I think that they'll, they'll make man, it. If, we'll we, if we lose those first two on the road, and then we go, we go going to two home games at Giants Center, and it becomes must-win, that, that could get a little crazy. Yeah, so the earliest they could clinch would it be It could, Friday. right, Matt? It could oh, get a little crazy. Sure. And, you know, the, the earliest they can clinch right now is Friday uh, at Lehigh Valley. And wouldn't that be ironic, too? You know, the right. house of horrors, right? Yep. The the building that you can't win in all season long. Seven straight losses at you the KPL win. Center. You got to win Tuesday. And they could clinch. You got to win. Get that yeah. win, Zach. Yeah. I should note uh, one, one thing note. for the fans that I meant to throw out there is... Sunday is jerseys off our backs. Those will be the cream jerseys. Excited to have those. Yes. It is also, we do the annual player awards, right? With COVID, the restrictions, we're again, not doing it on the ice. I've literally been here, what, six seasons now, Matt? I think I've done two on the ice. The first year we canned it because it might have been a must win. So we were pushing for the playoffs when only four made it and the division was stacked. Um, and then COVID, a couple of years, just... I barely done any of these awards ceremony that's normally a staple. So there'll be a, a pregame video celebration uh, beforehand for, for that for awards. So yes. it's not skate up, grab the award, take no, a they photo, they bunch of seats. They benches. won't have the guys doing any of that so, this year, unfortunately. So, so with that protocol as well, how are they going to do the jersey off our backs? Are they even going to be able to be near the player at all? I have not heard 100% what they will do there. I watched Wilkes-Barre do theirs on a video stream the other day because they're watching their game and they had, you know, the, they had the players near them, but it was a little... It was pretty socially distanced yeah, as far as yeah. that goes. So I'm sure our staff will keep that there. Stupid. We got yeah. We we're we're, we're almost it. through it. We're almost. It's, through it's it. like, but everybody's going to Target. But everyone's <laughs> oh yeah. But everyone's going to Kmart. There's only two hey, Kmart's left. I, I would only love. and two. Like you said, it could be a must. It could be a need to win game. Right. That's yeah. that's always the thing. We'd love to be already oh, knowing not. that not the game Sunday. means something. I hope Don't not do too. that to me. I hope not too. But you just not you never Sunday. know, right? I like my Sundays. I would. I love the fact that they're doing the jersey giveaways again. I think that it's it's a big thing for the fans. You, you get a ton I got of people mine, coming Tommy in. Gilbert. You know that. Uh, I got my cream jersey. <laughs> I'm a Tommy Gilbert fan. Ask that. Come in. Oh, I loved oh. him. He was great. We know. And he both, loved to uh, drink beer. Both Saturday and Sunday TV games, correct? Yes. Oh, I believe both are, on, oh. both are on Nintendo oh. TV. Oh, you just piqued my interest there, man. Well, you, you guys were on NHL Network uh yeah, the Lehigh Valley game. It's it's great. You know, we kudos we have, to the club for uh, all those TV games. It's you great. Should, you should do all home games next year. TV games. I would love that. I will definitely. I don't bring think. That up. I do not think it would affect your ticket base. I do not think it would affect it at all. That's always the debate anywhere. I've been in my career, not just Hershey. Is I don't think it would affect. We'll it. take away from it. So I think you'd, be, you'd sell just as many tickets. No, it's been a great partnership See, with Fox Forty Three, and and prior to that, ABC Twenty Seven. Just. Especially during the pandemic, getting those six games on TV to showcase, hey, we're still here, we're building, we're coming back in HD, and the production quality has been great. Kudos, a great save. Our broadcast, actually, with great stage production, Fox won a PAB Broadcasting Award, so that's really cool to see as well. But that's the Zach Fish legacy. More games on TV this season than any other year. Yeah, you'll be thanked. You'll go up in the rafters. Oh, awesome. You could probably go in the Hall of Fame right now with what you've done. (laughs) Uh, you would probably I, qualify compared I to those do, guys that are on that wall. <laughs> I do not. I think you have to have 10 years. Of, I don't know. Uh, they'll change it. I, I, I don't know. So. They'll bend the rules know. for you. By the way, what was up with the Was there any Hall of Fame guys? There there will be a class of 2021 and a class of 2022. Um, they will be, we'll have two ceremonies next season. 
one in the fall and one in the spring, hopefully when we're through all of this. That way we can bring the people there. When we met and picked the folks, and I do... Who is I, it? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I don't even know if the guys have been informed, to be honest with you, but our committee did uh, did pick the guys. Harvey, for Harvey Poxa. Frank, you made it. Oh, my God. Would that be the best? <laughs> I would cry. Oh, my God. By the way, that's breaking news. That In fact, the debate around my house is if I died... Could I get a letter or an initial on a jersey? Like if I would die, what, what, an FS? Yeah, an FS or a SCO. No, nah, it would just would be the Beak middle. Pu- would Beak push that through? It would, it would just be the middle finger <laughs> emoji. Oh, and, and the bobbleheads. What's the mo- what were we talking about pre-show about bobbleheads? Well, there's a somewhat of a, a curse, uh, right. w- w- You know, with the Bears bobblehead, and, and we were discussing that certainly Beaker should have a bobblehead for for what he's done for the club over the years but there is somewhat of a curse in people getting injured or Kudos not with the Beak, team man. or whatever and he um, made this transition into his new role and good for him and oh, he's, he loves, he's he loves it too it. Yeah. he loves he's it. happy because yep. remember there's a lot of like what's going on yep. we were all concerned about beaker without talking to beaker and i was like what is happening here and good for him for making that switch and he owned it absolutely he owns owned it. it he yeah. loves it it's awesome oh, he dresses up he's looking yep. good yep. He's, he's not talking he's like yeah 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 like what you say hey, yeah 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 and he just keeps going it's like perfect <laughs> it's like yeah it's like you didn't say anything homie babe yeah 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 see you later bye yeah 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 you bet homie yeah talk uh, he's soon. infectious man he's the best yeah a bobblehead for him would be great it would yeah all right old barn hockey show matt welcome back i hope thank you've you. enjoyed your time you truly were truly sure. missed oh thank you truly missed felt a little empty in here like we were flying with a half it, yeah it, it feels good today I like our team this year. Pieces have been it missing felt all season. I don't know if you're around for last week's show, but it feels better than last week's show. If you want show. to listen to anyone you right. missed, that's the one. Yeah. Well, Just, I, I heard you try to get a guest on last week's show, too, but it we didn't. We tried to get a guest on. What did, do you mean? Didn't happen. Oh, no, that was like months ago. Oh, he dipped out that last was second, months I heard. Months ago. Oh. Yeah. oh, that guest. That yeah. guest. Yeah, no, no, no. There's there's no shame in it. We offered an invitation for Scott Stuccio to join us here on the show, and uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, he got sick. Last minute. So, oh. yeah. Is what just it is. told him. We'll call him next week. It's okay. All right. Um, all right, Old Barn Hockey Show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for stirring that up at the end there, Matt. And, uh, <laughs> Zach, appreciate you. Appreciate oh, you Zach's here gone. Look, us. he's running out. Zach's running out. <laughs> See you. Go See Bears. You. All right, go Bears. If you want to get started in model railroading, see my guy, Brian's Model Trains. Brian has complete train sets for beginner to expert, including top-of-the-line models in various sizes and beautiful train books, shirts, and DVDs. The new Cornwall Railroad print is now available at the store. Learn more at briansmodeltrains.com. Start a wonderful new family tradition with Brian's Model Trains, now in their 20th year. Visit them on Main Street in Myerstown. Put some adventure in your life with a good book from Covert Maker Books. I like reading biographies and historical books, but you'll find over 100,000 books in all genres. Check out the local author section. Or ever thought about joining a book club? If you can't find what you're looking for in Covert Maker Books' large organized inventory, just ask Michelle like I do. Used, rare, hardbacks, and paperbacks. Covert Maker Books has them all, and you won't be disappointed. Covert Maker Books on Routes 11 and 15, across from the Enola Train Yard, or online at at cupboardmaker.com.